there are newfound challenges that we've never experienced, especially in the last couple of years. But it's also a really incredible opportunity because everybody else is going in this one place and they're all following the ups and downs of the market climate. And there's an incredible opportunity for you to really chart a new course and for you to be different from the rest of the market and for you to be able to have the growth of your company be completely independent of whatever the market is doing. And this is possible. Is your current success putting a lot of demands on you? If you're good at what you do, and you are, then everyone wants you. But that's no way to scale. If you're delivering spectacular results, you should be commanding higher fees, working with only the best clients. Welcome to the Hands Off CEO Podcast, where world-class agency owners and consultants learn how to fully monetize their expertise and scale profits by doing less. Here's your host, Mandy Ellison. Hello, this is Mandy Ellison, host of the Hands Off CEO Podcast. Today, our topic is fighting profit erosion in a time of rapid inflation and then 10 offer factors that are needed in place to really be able to profitably scale. So in a following episode, I'm going to be talking about the five exits to be able to scale an eight-figure company and how to be able to remove yourself in stages safely so that your team can take over certain parts of the company. You can remove yourself from working in the business and working on the business and working on the business to really be able to generate more growth and be able to really generate more productivity through other people rather than yourself. That's actually something that in our high-level hands-off CEO boardroom, these are where our top-level clients, who you probably some of them on our podcast, where they're multiple million-dollar companies, they're hands-off CEOs. At different levels, they're hands-off CEOs. And this is one of the topics that we discussed today in this private boardroom. And really looking back over the years for what the shift looked like when you're moving from productivity that's driven by you and it's driven by your own productivity, how much you can get done in a certain day, which is, it really just turns you into a machine where you're just working so hard in order to generate more and more growth. And a lot of consulting agency CEOs find themselves stuck in this situation. And it's really easy to get stuck in this situation because, you know, we start the company because we are the company. We have the idea, we have the highest level expertise. So how do you be able to remove yourself from the business being you and whatever iteration it is right now to really being able to get to a point where you're a hands-off CEO, not like sitting on a beach, sipping Mai Tais, hands-off CEO necessarily. Maybe that's okay too. That's actually within our system. There's That's like a cash cow business that you might want to get to. But how do you be able to get to that place where you can actually be working on the business and driving growth while you actually work less and how you can be able to be creating these amazing workplaces for your team where they can thrive, they can grow, and they can really serve your clients in better ways than you could possibly do on your own. And it's just incredible to see this happen. And I'm always so inspired when I talk with our boardroom members because they've really reached that pinnacle and are continuing to expand, continuing to acquire other companies, continuing to expand the current companies. And they're planning these big movements and actually moving them forward into the world. And that's always so inspiring for me. But the reason why I'm sharing all this though, is that these are the five exits to get to an eight-figure company. And I'm going to be sharing that in the next episode, but I really wanted to make sure we talked about foundations first, because you can't get to these exits without 
getting the right foundations in place. And, you know, when we first work with our clients, we go through this service scalability assessment. It's this 42-point scalability assessment. And we look at all these factors on what does it take to be able to, like, where are you at right now? Because you have to know where you're at on a map right now to be able to get to where you want to go. And a lot of times, maybe you're in Los Angeles and you think you want to get to Las Vegas. But we're looking at this and saying, you know what? It sounds to me like where you really want to get to is New York City. Why don't we create a plan for getting to New York City? It's really critical to know where you're starting and to really assess that path. So what I'm going to be sharing today are actually 10 questions that I've pulled from the assessment and from this 42-point scalability assessment. And I've broken it down. And here's the thing is, is that it's really critical to look at the foundations so that you actually can let go safely in your company. You have to have the right things in place. And particularly in this market where we have significant profit erosion happening from all of this rapid inflation that's going on. Wages are going up, all the costs of materials. And at the same time, you have your clients that are like, oh, we are tightening up their belts because they are dealing with the same pressures. So this is impacting our whole economy. If you follow the same strategy that the rest of the consulting agency market is following, you are going to get into a point where your profits will continue to decline. So there really is never a better time to really evaluate what are things that you can change in your offer right now to be able to fight this, to be able to stay ahead of it. And then what shifts do you need to make so that your operations team can deliver a bigger promise without you getting into the minutia? Because that bigger promise, that's going to be what will allow you to drive higher fees. It will allow you to be able to drive higher cash upfront investments and allow you to drive bigger engagements. And all of these things will be able to give you that predictability of cash flow and that cushion, knowing that you can actually scale your company and that you can hire the people to fulfill the service. You know, one of the biggest challenges that we see is like this place where you want to scale your company, but you need more team members to actually deliver more work. But to be able to afford to hire those next level people, especially in this market, you need more sales, but to be able to generate more sales, you need to have more people to deliver it. So it's just a vicious cycle. So how do you break out of that cycle? If you want to learn more about how to break that cycle, come to one of our executive briefings. You can sign up at handsoffceo.com forward slash briefing, where I actually personally deliver that executive briefing. We only allow up to eight people on that call. It's a really small group and it's an opportunity to actually look at your business and assess these factors. But What I'm going to be sharing with you here today is 10 different factors to evaluate your offer. And if you have that solid foundation in place to profitably scale, especially in this market with inflation, there are three different categories that I'm going to be asking these questions from, because here's the thing is, is that oftentimes when we're looking at, I need to make our operations more scalable. We look at, well, how do we streamline this? How do we build systems around this? And yes, those are things that you actually need to look at. But the reality is is if you haven't done the foundational work, it's nearly impossible for your operations team to be able to actually build out the scalable systems without you being involved in it. Even then, if you're getting involved, it's too complex of a business to scale reasonably. And really in this new market, as it's shifting, I mean, this has always been the case. We've been teaching this for the past 10 years, but Now more than ever, really the power of focus, the power of ones. And that's, again, something that we talk about in executive briefing. It's outside of the scope of this podcast episode. But all of these things are connected. And your operations, the issues with being able to scale your operations, actually 
the most critical part that influences that is in your offer and in the selling of your offer. I'm going to get into these 10 factors and and some questions that you can ask yourself. This is taken directly out of our 42-point agency scalability assessment that our clients go through in our Scale to Freedom program. So I'm going to start. So in the marketing and the offer, there are four questions here. Think through this and, you know, on a scale of one to 10, how do you rate yourself? We have a clearly identified target market and anticipate their current and future needs. So a lot of people think that they have a clear target market, but really what they have is just a service businesses, for example, is not a target market. SaaS businesses, for example, is it's generally a target market, but looking within that, the real clarity around what size of business is that? How many employees do they have? What size are their offers? What do they already have in place in their marketing to be able to generate the biggest results? That's the level of clearly identified target market that I'm talking about here. Question two, we have a clear marketing message founded on the core results that our ideal clients desire, and we leverage it across all of our marketing view. You have a clear marketing message that is based on the core results that your clients desire. That's the biggest thing I want you to be focusing on this. So you have a clear marketing message founded on the core results that your ideal clients desire. Is what you're selling actually the results that your clients desire, or is it just deliverables that everybody else in the market actually sells? Question three, we use specific quantified client results to communicate the outcomes of our program. Specific quantified client results. This is looking at the specific wins and the outcomes that clients get, not just the qualitative, oh, well, their service is so great. We love working with them. What is the specific quantified results? And then are you using that to actually drive your marketing and attracting your most ideal types of clients? Four, we reduce the risk for new ideal clients to do business with us. There's a very high level of risk that your prospects are looking at taking on to be able to do business with you. The reality is, is a lot of consulting agencies out there are really not very good at what they do. And the ones that are good at what they do, they oftentimes don't know when they will be successful with a client and when they won't. Really what's going on is they're generating results based on the bell curve. Which side of the bell curve is this client going to be on? Now, the reality is most consulting agencies have no idea. And as a result, they're not fully selling to the, the, the full capacity and potential and the value of their offer because they're actually not as confident in the offer. Then this comes back to that really clear target market for who are you selling this to so that you're generating the most value and you're really clear which side of the bell curve they're going to be on. That's in the, the marketing and the offer that's specifically around the offer. We actually have a lot more points when it comes to marketing channels and all that, but that's actually not really that important because once you have the offer really down pat, the channels really aren't that important. Those are the first four questions. And next piece in sales. All right. Our ideal prospects see our services as much more valuable than competing solutions, and they can see a clear path to ROI. It's important that your prospects value your services more and they see a clear path to generating a return on investment. And if they can't, then they're going to have a very difficult time making the justification, especially in this market right now, to go forward with your services. So what's going on right now, and we saw this when the the pandemic hit as well, a lot of clients stopped investing. They need to continue investing in their growth, but the reality is, is they're investing much more carefully and they're investing in solutions that have a very high probability of them generating results. That comes back to the earlier question, are we reducing risk for new clients and can they see a clear return on a clear path to return on investment? Question six is connected to this. We promise the core results 
our ideal client's desire and sell long-term packages or retainers, often 12 months or more, that deliver outcomes, not just deliverables. Are you looking forward at your business? How much easier is it to scale if you know you have contracts in place that consistently bring in cash flow moving forward and into your company? If you can look ahead, isn't it a lot easier to be able to hire the right people? This was something that Mark shared in an earlier podcast episode where they were running into this challenge where they were selling a lot of these 10, 20, $30,000 packages. They'd be selling that package and then that package and that package over and over again. And yes, their client lifetime value would be in the hundreds of thousands, but guess who had to sell each package each time? And when the upselling time, guess who had to be more involved in the service delivery so that they could actually upsell a package? Well, here's what happened is Mark found that they were able to drastically increase their fees and also their profitability by just looking at how do we be able to package this together? And actually, instead of selling deliverables in these little packages, we could put this all together into a year-long outcome and be able to sell it for $100,000, $120,000 plus. It made a massive difference in his business and is much more profitable as a result. That made a huge difference in their ability to be able to continue hiring. And he also shares the amount of profit it actually increased in his business. You can go back and listen to that episode if you're interested from Mark Arnold. Those are those two questions with sales. The result of this, these are the couple other things to be looking at. So what it allows you to do when you have the package, when you have the retainers, we're able to require more upfront investments from clients that generate strong cash flow. Oftentimes, 25 to 50% of the overall engagement upfront. How does that impact your cash flow? You can answer that on a scale of one to 10 for your company. And also as a result, increases profits and increases your profits by allowing you to charge a lot more than your competitors. And often increasing your profits by two to 300%. So those are things that we see all the time in our Scale to Freedom program with our clients when they implement this, when they get their offers into this place where they can answer these questions very positively. That's the sales portion, those four factors in the sales portion. And then the last one is in the delivery. So I hope you're now seeing how all of these things are connected, how the marketing that offer and the selling of the offer directly impacts the delivery. So here are, here are two questions to evaluate this. Our leadership team leads the build out of scalable systems. So how often have you found yourself either now or at earlier stages of your consulting agency as the CEO building the systems, writing them all up? It's like one of the worst things to do because then you don't have the buy-in from the team and your team should be the ones actually generating these systems. But how can they do that if you don't have a clear defined client and a clear defined outcome, a pathway for how they're actually going to do that. One of the things that we talk about in our executive briefing is how to be able to put together what we call a client success map. And this client success map is this visual sales tool and it allows you to be able to sell a bigger outcome for clients. And that's what allowed Mark to go from selling an average of $20,000 client projects to $100,000 to $120,000 retainers year-long retainers. And now he's actually expanding that to looking at how, how do we turn this into a three-year journey? So having that client success map in place is what allows you to take this visual sales tool, hand it over to your operations manager, and now your operations manager can take and operationalize that because they now know what success looks like. Without knowing what success looks like, they can't generate success. No matter how high of a level COO you bring on, they won't be able to successfully hit on the requirement of being able to build out scalable systems 
if you haven't first defined what success looks like. Now, that's one of the most important things that you can do as the CEO um, is to be looking at those offers and looking at what direction do we want to scale in. And this is the working on the business part where you're looking at what are the factors of our offer? What is the promise that we want to generate for our clients? And really your opportunity is to vision much, much bigger than really the rest of your team probably has the ability to do. But you can also incorporate your team into the ideation process of this that will help you be able to really expand it as well. So that's question nine. So final question on delivery is our systems consistently deliver a bold promise and keeps the CEO out of the day-to-day. So again, like I was saying, it's really clear. It's really important to have the clarity on what you're selling, what you're delivering, and that's going to be what allows your operations team just to really pull out all the stops and put very clear systems in place to actually manage those outcomes. And they will be able to do it way better than you as a CEO can do it. Because as CEOs, there was just too much going on here. So you can dive into these different parts of the company, but your focus is quite divided. And without this in place and your team being able to take this on, it puts us into a place where we're holding a lot of these details into our head. Perhaps you are currently there in your business. I remember there was a point in some earlier years in the company where I had like 12 different clients in my head and their success plans were basically in my head. And it was really overwhelming. And this was a point where we really got into this next level of systemization. And this was a number of years back as we were continuing to transition and and to scale our own growth and hands-off CEO. But what I found was that that first iteration, once I got all this out, put all these success plans, what we had called it at the time, into writing, having it really clear, then the team was able to help me be able to manage our clients to these outcomes and be able to expand the results. And what happened is, is that as I was working less in the business there, and as I was moving away from that and spending less time in it, we actually saw a steady increase of client results. The reason why is it gave me more space, more time to continue to make things better and better and better and generate new ideas that will be able to help our clients. That's what I've continued to see as well is we've continued to scale up our company. So those are the 10 questions to be looking at from looking at your offer and looking at the sales and looking at the delivery for how you can be able to increase profitability and really fight this profit erosion that is happening with rapid inflation that we're dealing with right now in this market. There are newfound challenges that we've never experienced, especially in the last couple of years But it's also a really incredible opportunity because everybody else is going in this one place and they're all following the ups and downs of the market climate. And there's an incredible opportunity for you to really chart a new course and for you to be different from the rest of the market and for you to be able to have the growth of your company be completely independent of whatever the market is doing. And this is possible. And this is one of the things that we have seen within our own company as well, you know, a couple of years ago when there was so much uncertainty, while a lot of other companies really struggled and, and a number of them went out of business or they contracted and, and shrunk, hands-off CEO and all of our clients, we've been continuing to expand and have record years. So there's really an opportunity in any market to be able to create your own reality and to be able to generate what success looks like for you and your company. So I hope that you have gotten a lot of value out of this episode. 
I look forward to sharing with you the five exits in the next episode. This is really the foundation for what you need to have in place to be able to take on these different exits in your company so that you actually can scale to eight figures and beyond or whatever level you want to. Maybe you just want to scale a $5 million company. That's awesome too. But this will be able to help you be able to get to that right exit that's right for you. It feels good for you that will give you the lifestyle balance and help you build the wealth that you really desire in your life. This is Mandy Ellefson, host of the Hands Off CEO podcast, signing off.